Jazzcast Pros. Welcome back to Beauty Boss Millionaire. I'm your host, Felicia Fercasi. And today we're talking about how to survive a recession, how to really recession-proof your business, your personal life, and just everything all together because this is a very complicated situation because you have to almost readjust your lifestyle and you have to rethink the way you have thought for so long because you're now in survival mode. Thank you for tuning in to the Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast with Felicia Fricasi. Her mission is to empower you with short, on-the-go business tips and advice to help you successfully start and run your company like a boss. And now, here's your host, Beauty Boss Millionaire, Felicia Fricasi. Earlier, we talked about how to cut spending. You might have to reduce employees. Even your personal spending is very important. You know, a lot of times I see people, they're going out to eat. They're, they're you know, my husband and I, we, we have plenty of money, but we're very wise on what we do. So, you know, we used to actually go out to eat like maybe four times a week. Now we're down to just maybe once a week. I mean, that's what's sustainable for us. And then for my other friend, her, her husband is a millionaire. They're not doing any going out to eat. None of that. Like they're literally not spending any money on uh, food because they when they go, their their bill is anywhere from $200 and up because they go to very nice places. So they've decided what their family is going to do is they're not going out to eat. And, and that's from a millionaire's point of view. I, I've actually been at their house. I've hung out with them. I, I've looked at his office where his computers are at. He's got like six screens. He makes tons of money. But even the wealthy of the wealthiest is trying to prepare. And that tells me that every level down from a hundred thousand there to a millionaire needs to start thinking smart because if not, it's always the bottom level that gets crushed out. And some of these people that are high up, they're waiting for the bottom people to get crushed out so they can take their possessions. You know, I my kids uh, play this game called Fortnite. Let's go there for a moment. Fortnite is all about survival. So literally, you're in this field and you 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 jump off the little bus. It's like a little parachute, and you fly down. And then your next job immediately is to get resources so you can protect yourself. You get, you got to like do all these things, break into a house. And the next thing is, as you're doing all these things, there's people that want to take you out. Now, let's just say, for instance, that the people that want to maybe take you out is a really wealthy and the elite, unless. You are planning and doing strategy the entire time and you know your stuff and you study the game and you know where to get stuff at and you know what to do and what not to do. And so this whole game goes on and hopefully you can be down to the one of fewest players to get like a really good spot, one, two, or three. And unfortunately, the ones that do die during something called the storm because you get really weak during the storm, that's what a recession in my mind is. When you die, what happens is that all the resources, all the things that you've worked so hard in your life on this game is now available for the next person to collect. So literally you die and then there's you can see your guns, you can see all, all your little supplies that you normally use to survive. They take it all. And that's really kind of how it is in real life. And that's how it's going to be during this recession. People are waiting for us to give up, lose our energy and stamina, lose our fighting power. So it's really important that you listen closely so we can figure out how we can survive this recession as a team. You're not alone. I don't want you to feel like you're alone. I'm here to guide you through it. I really try my best to break things down and make it easy to understand so you know what to do. All right, so let's get right into it. Let's look at your business. In your business, whatever your business is, ask yourself, is there anything you can add on a service 
Or is there anything else that you maybe don't normally offer that you can start offering to start making up for those uh, dry months, those days where it's slow, those months where it's slow, those weeks? Because there's going to be some times where it might be slow for a week and it could crush you because you're, you're thinking, what happened to this money? It normally is this amount of dollars and now we're down to this little amount of dollars. How am I going to pay everybody? How am I going to survive? There's no profit left for me. I still have rent and bills to pay. So this is the time where you have to think of creatively what you can add on to the service or what you don't normally offer or just kind of really be creative. Like for example, at my salon spa, ugh, I actually forgot to tell you guys about this. I took over a whole salon. I'll talk about that <laughs> later on. That's what I meant to tell everybody. All right, we're gonna get back to that. On the, I'm gonna get back to this. So basically, I've been telling everybody at my stores, what services can you offer that you have not, you have to literally have a meeting with everyone, or if it's just a few of y'all, have a meeting about what services you can be charging for that you need to charge for. Because if you don't, money's going to walk out the door. They're either spending it somewhere else, or they don't. you always got to ask. Even if they say no, 10 people say no, two people say yes. You're up two people. And that two people a week can get you what you need to make it to the next level, to make it to that next round, to survive this pandemic and recession. The next thing that I really want to uh, focus on is checking your weekly statements, your daily statements, checking your balance sheet. If you're not really good with math, you're not really good with numbers, that's fine. We're all not good at something. You need to have someone that can maybe show you or just start looking at your bank account in detail every week. See what you're really start micromanaging, as I joke around and say, or fine combing, looking at your finances, looking at Who's profitable? I'm, I'm pulling reports that I used to pull back in the day when I first started. I'm pulling those reports again. I want to know who is the most profitable person in my company. I want to know who is the person that's least profitable. I want to know what product is the most profitable. What product is the least profitable? And if I find something that's more profitable, we need to be pushing that product. We need to be advertising that. We need to get that out. I also suggest that if you're, you know, on autopilot, a lot of companies, businesses are used to being successful. They're used to just things working out. They're used to getting booked. They're used to having bookings. They're used to people, contracts coming in, people coming in. Everything's working. Just remember, it might slow down by 10% or 20 or 30. So because of that, it's really important that you put that extra work in. Get yourself out of autopilot, meaning that you're running around enjoying your life. And you might have to get back to the basics where you're at a laptop, you're going to the coffee shop, all the energy when you first started your business, you need to be putting that same energy back into your business so you're watching things more carefully, you're watching spending more carefully. Literally, I mean, I have some business owners that give their employees business cards and they're spending money where they shouldn't be spending money. I've seen it so many times. That's why I'm really careful with this whole business cards. They spend money on something they should not be spending it on and it's costing the company money. You know, you might you might have to call some of those business cards back or start doing a check and balance system. Hey, look, your your card is only approved for X amount of dollars per transaction versus, you know, maybe it was up to a thousand. Now we're only reducing it down to a hundred without getting approval. Because people will be humans, they'll figure out ways to you know, cheat the system or rob you blind. I mean, you got bad sometimes where people were literally trying to take toilet paper out of our stores, customers too. And then this doesn't mean that you're poor. What it means is that you're protecting yourself because I just seen Chase, I literally just read the article, Chase Bank has taken out some ATMs and stopped the ATM usage in uh, some areas in New York 
where it's been known to be problematic or they've gotten robbed or other things have happened. I, I don't know. A lot of people are upset about this because now you can't go to the bank and take out your money at certain ATMs. I don't really want to get into the whole political uh, back and forth about why I think that's happening. But I will say that, that those companies are already doing it. So when you see those big companies protecting their business, you need to protect your small business in that same manner. And that is mainly the cash. Cash is what you're protecting. You have to be watching the transactions. You may let everybody cash out. Now you need to maybe just start watching all the money yourself. I mean, there's little things that you're going to have to start doing differently that you never did before. All right, I don't want to get too far into this. I know I wanted to keep these short quickly so you can listen to these on a ride to work or whatever. So the key to surviving a recession is being watchful, looking over the business, making sure you can survive it and more importantly protect the cash flow cash flow is the most important thing you want to protect during a recession your cash flow cannot dry up because that's when the business dries up we're going to get into this next on the next episode of beauty boss millionaire stay tuned Hey, if you like this episode, check out Getting Real with Bossy, where we chat about what it's like to be a woman business owner. You'll hear interviews with women who are doing what it takes to succeed and the reality of what that looks like. We cover all the topics, figuring out the rules and regulations, navigating business partnerships, even if that's your spouse, motherhood while running a business, working within your values, and all the ups and downs of being the boss. Are you ready to get real? Pop over to our podcast. Getting Real with Bossy.